And what's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Put It in the Book Show. We're in season number three, episode number 15, mostly through uh, through uh, coronavirus theater. I am Steve. Got Rodriguez right over here to my left. This is weird now because the last few weeks it just happened to end up a certain way. Got Joe right down there. And the floating head of doom and arms of doom right down there uh, to the bottom left. That's Keith. How's it going, fellas? Pretty good. Look very chipper. Uh, Keith looks like I he's did. got a bullet in the head right there. Ooh. <laughs> bullet to the cranium. Speaking of, speaking of chipper, holy shit, did he get like Big? Did Chipper Jones eat Chipper Jones? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. You see him? You saw him in the news this week talking about, yeah, dude. I'm looking at it like, oh my yeah. god, Chipper Jones. I remember the athlete, you know. And it's like, yeah. Whoo. I mean, hey, look, I'm, you know, I'm a big boy, but whoo, Chipper. Hey, listen, but he's got Chippa. the money. He has the money to enjoy his life, so he's gonna get, he's gonna get that fun he's life. Living. He's living his best life, man. You know, good for him. I still friggin' hate him and his kid named Shay. So, F that. Hate him. Hate him. Yeah. We yeah, do. We do hate him. Hate him. How much do you hate Larry? Uh, I would say he's probably top, I don't know about three, but he's definitely in consideration of top three of players I hate all time. Top three? He, he, could, he should be top three. Chipper Jones destroyed the Mets. I'm just well, I'm being gotta, careful because there's a lot of players out there that I really obvious, dislike. Right? The two obvious ones are Chipper Jones and Chase Utley. Oh, absolutely. Chase, Chase Utley's Chase. easy top three. Yeah. Daniel Murphy. Okay. Yeah. I, I respect Daniel Murphy, and I love the history with the Mets, but what he did to us afterwards. So he, he definitely he falls in that one of those top he, categories. He's in the top five, I think, yeah, yeah. In, in the last 10 Let's, years, I would think. There's no denying what he did for our franchise, but, you know, wow. Douchebag, um, yeah. Bryce yeah. Harper, you know, uh, kinda, uh, he's probably more top ten. He's harmless, you know. He, he, he hasn't know. done anything to us. Bryce well, Harper can hit the top ten, top fifteen. And, uh, you know what? You're missing the obvious other selection for the top three. Missing it. You're missing. Really, Beltran? No, Beltran. I like Beltran. <laughs> I'm trying to give you a chance to think of it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, um, wait, wait, wait. A Keith, nemesis do, do, Keith, do the Brooklyn water coffee. And then, uh, there you go. This Take segment of hatred is brought to you by BrooklynWaterCoffeeRoasters.com. <laughs> they hate your front door and their roastery. They also hate a lot of people who play the Mets. Uh, BrooklynWaterCoffeeRoasters.com. They hate Chipper Jones. Uh, they don't hate you in a roastery, though. Uh, Brooklyn Water Coffee Roasters mm -hmm. is... Amazing. Uh, actually, my, my father went up to the uh, store up in, I think, Boynton, somewhere around there, because he lives up in that area, and picked himself up some Winter Wonderland, uh, a couple of flavors I don't oh, recall. Cool. I think I think he got the peanut butter chocolate. And there's another one, too. It's under it, it's uh, it's under the non-flavored coffees I don't recall at the moment, which isn't helpful. But he said it's really good, nonetheless, uh, which uh, came comes to prove all the flavors they have. And the regular coffee is really delicious, especially their hands down most popular coffee, the medium roast. Uh, then you got dark roast, dark chocolate, a delicious chocolatey treat with 
How many calories? Settle. Boom. Oh, the solar handles came out and pointed at you out of nowhere. Look. Oh. Um, then I got the jacked up cupcake, which, the is, which is what we like to call Rodriguez. Ooh, hands again. Um, that's part of the high energy, 50% more caffeine coffee line. Uh, Cinnabuzz, one of my favorites, Morning Wood. Um, Everybody's favorite. Yeah. So um, you, you can't lose. You really can't lose. Try any flavor. I believe all of the flavored coffees have how many calories, Farachi? Seto. Seto, drunken pig. And don't worry, no animals were harmed in the making of this delicious treat. Um, but check them out today, www.brooklynwatercoffeeroasters.com. From their roaster to your front door, all orders are guaranteed to ship within 24 hours of its roast date. Um, and you can go now, and if you order two bags, you might as well just pick up the third bag if you use the code STAYHOME, all capital letters. I saw them post a new code today. Are we sure Ooh. about Stay Home? That's our specific code for the yeah. show. Yeah. Okay. Right. Cool, cool. cool yeah. All right, Joe, producer Joe. Where you been after the last 20 weeks? 20 all right let's get to it let's let's uh let's do a show here um seven we'll take you up to around eight o'clock uh we got uh christopher conover what's up buddy morning wood i'm running low on morning wood i need i need a. That's what she I said. Need a, you, know, you need a blue pill? <laughs> <laughs> I need a blue hey, pill. Hey, I don't know if you were there, Chris, but my dad was up there, I think, last week. Uh, Your dad got blue there. pills? He didn't name drop us? We're a name drop. I'm, sure, show, I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. Settle down. Settle down. Settle. Settle down. Settle, settle uh, down. George is here. He said, I don't. I still don't like Socio or Pendleton. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of guys. Yeah, like We'll hate a player because he caught uh, a foul ball down the, down the right field line and didn't let David Wright get a base hit in his final at bat. I mean, the first and, and from the Marlins, it was, it was, uh, was it the, yeah. it was the, yeah, it was the Marlins. It was the Marlins yeah. thing, yeah. right? The first baseman. Yeah, and, and they, uh, they booed him relentlessly at city. <laughs> and you can see David Wright. From the Cardinals. I hate him. Willie McGee, I hated him. Oh, Willie McGee. What, what was it? Tim Hearn, Tom Hearn, the second baseman, or Tom Hearn? Tommy like Hearn. He was a Matt. Tommy Hearn. Not a real Matt, but he was a Matt. He played for the Tommy Hearn. Yeah. Come what on. up, Tim? Seriously. I'm he, just saying he played for the Mets. Yeah. At the end. At the end. And it, 1990. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, my favorite. You can't hate this guy, Vince Coleman. How could you not hate Vince Coleman? Jeez. Hating Vince Coleman is like hating firecrackers. Vince Coleman is my, he's uh, in my top ten, but you're all missing the I'm... obvious top three selection. So who's the obvious? Say it. I thought I thought you said yes to Jimmy Rollins, so I stopped even thinking about it. Right? No, did not. No, no, no. You said we're gonna go to Brooklyn. Uh, oh, I, I, okay. We, we got our, our, we got our lines crossed. Rodriguez said Rollins, and you said yes. I thought, I thought you were talking ahead. Oh, All right, Chris. enough, enough, Chris. Chris has enough to dip. Go roast that coffee, baby. It's the best coffee in town. Go roast it. Roast, roast them beans. Hey, you ever? If you guys don't follow them, uh, Brooklyn Water Coffee Roasters on Instagram, when they take a picture of the morning roast, it's like three a.m. and you can just smell it. Smell that coffee smell right it. through. Have you have a phone? Scratch your screen. 
Use a nail. Scratch and sniff. Scratch and yeah. sniff. Yeah. Use a, use a old rusty nail. Yeah. Yeah. An old rusty nail. <laughs> I'm not liable for any of your stupidity for following my directions, though. Just saying. You're promoting uh, it. You're promoting it. Three things before we get started. A <laughs> uh, couple of birthdays. <laughs> not lying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. A couple of birthdays here. Uh, Tim. Your wife's favorite Met, Todd Hunley. Today is his 51st birthday. Uh, that's Todrick Hunley, uh, former New York Metropolitan uh, catcher and all-time leader, leading catcher home runs for the Mets, right? No, didn't Piazza take that? No, no, Piazza took that. Piazza, Piazza took several home run titles, yeah. I thought Piazza got 40. No, I think oh, the record's forty one. I'm sorry, single season. Single season, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? I think Hunley still holds it at forty one. Guys, worth looking up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, but I think um, it's Javi Lopez. I think has has four had forty two. I think he he did the sing, single season. A brave. I held that record. That's another Mets. stupid brave. All right, other happy birthday goes out to former Mets manager Terry Collins. He turns oh. the big seven one today. That's it. Wow. Well, he aged twenty six years in the in the seven seasons he managed the Mets. <laughs> Good lord, he looks like he's eighty five. <laughs> so that's what uh, Ruben Tejada this year. He ages you. <laughs> he, he grew on me. Collins grew on me a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah Collins did. Yeah. Wrong egg out of that basket or whatever you know. Put all your eggs in that basket. Got him a shot. Yeah, that was his, that was his boy, right, Keith. Yep. Tanada. Yeah, All right. Man. And then finally, this date in Mets history, uh, 1987, Davey Johnson becomes the winningest manager in Mets history after Ooh. a four to three victory against the Giants at Old Candlestick. Wow. Johnson remains yeah. at the top of the team's all time managerial win list with 595 over his six plus seasons in New York. We're, real quick, Candlestick, Old bad. Candlestick. What's your first memory? I'll tell you mine since you're all stubbed. Stubbed? Snubbed? Stubbed. Stubbed? <laughs> yeah, stubbed. Okay. Thanks. Oh, swirling in the outfield. Well, I, I, I went to say swirling swirling Garden. candlestick. Barry Bonds hitting home runs out of the candlestick. That's all I remember. Hitting them into the river against everybody. I remember 1999 playoffs. John Franco striking out Barry Bonds to end the game. In a close, like three I mean, to two game, two to one. I'll never get it. I mean, this changeup must have been devastating, right? Who, Franco? Yeah, that was his pitch, right? The changeup and the screwball. And, and the screwball. He had the changeup too, but the screwball, you know, darted. Yeah, the other way, which is really uh -huh. hard for a left, for a lefty, so it throws you right, right off. But he must. That must have been amazing, honestly, because <laughs> it, does, it, it doesn't look like much sometimes when I've seen. We should the, go back and look at that pitch again. You know, next week. Every every right-handed hitter just seemed to be like open, opening at it. You know? Yeah, I mean it was amazing. I, just watching it, you you see it. The, the guy knows doesn't know where that ball is at all. No idea. But it's also why he ran full counts all the time because he didn't have a real fastball. Oh, his fastball God. was something he threw. You know, his go-to pitch was the changeup and the screwball. You know, as a he, he got a, a lot of them high pitch counts. Woo, sweating it is out he, with Johnny F on the mound. Is he the highest winning lefty reliever in the in the in the hall, right? Ever, I mean, ever. 
Oh, uh, saves, you mean? Yeah, saves. Yeah, for saves, he is. Okay. Lefty. <clears throat> hey, Lefty. Hilda. Hilda, what's up? Hilda has arrived. Um, all right, let's, I, let's Max? get to Max. Don't forget Max. Max. Oh, Max. We, we, uh, no, I, I thought I mentioned him at the beginning. No? Okay. My bad, Max. Maximilian. Um, let's get to our first topic here, and it is something that we've talked about for about five weeks in a row now, uh, and that is what's going to be coming down the road as far as baseball in 2020. So got all the divisions and all the stuff out of the way, and now, of course, just like many other things going to come down to money. Um, and I don't know if you guys had a chance to see the, you know, the full proposal of you make X amount of dollars and the proposal this year is for you to make X amount of dollars. So yeah. just, just for example, and, and somebody on the, in the Sin sports talk group tried to argue this and it's like, you can't argue this because he, he was saying, you know, uh, there's a contract, and if they place less games, they should be paid less. Yes, they should get paid. Let you know, paid based on how many games can you know done for the year. But the 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 guys making the most, with nobody's crying, nobody's gonna cry a river to any you know for any of this stuff. You know, okay, you're still millionaires, so whatever. But a guy making thirty five million, and the for whatever reason, because we look at it all the time, Max Scherzer comes to mind. And he's going to be making thirty-five million dollars. And in this scenario, the owners want to pay him twenty-two percent of his salary, even though it's you know just about half of a season. So somebody like Max Scherzer would make seven point eight million dollars when he's scheduled to make thirty-five. So it, you know, is it outlandish to ask him to take a pay cut? No, I don't think so. But pay half. I mean. You're, you're going to make up some of the money from fans not being there and just in advertising because more, you know, the ratings for TV are just going to be off the charts, like stuff that you've never seen before. Um, so what, what, what do you guys think? I mean, here's here's one, one more thing to add to that because of the reduction in salaries. You know, we're still paying Bobby Bonilla, right? And you know, we're also still paying Brett Saberhagen. You know, Bonilla is the more uh, famous one. Um Four players on the Mets would make the same or less than Saberhagen this year. And those four players are <laughs> J.D. Davis, your starting left fielder. Ahmed Rosario, your starting shortstop. Jeff McNeil, all-star. And Pete Alonzo. Wow. Rookie home run record holder Pete Alonzo would make as much or less than Brett Saberhagen or, and Bobby Bonilla. You're getting a bargain, man. Good <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, the, the Wilpons, Bill Wilpons are loving it. Well, why not? <laughs> At the end of the day, come on, man. They have to make their money too. Sometimes you have to be in the real. This is the real world. The real world is they're the owners and they want to make some money. But I, if you if you sign a contract, right, and your contract says you're going to play a baseball season, I'm paying you five hundred dollars, and it's 162 games, and then, oops, now we can only play 81. How much do you think you should get paid? Well, that's the what I'm gonna. What I was gonna say was, I think the pay cut the it, it, it's too much. I think 
if whatever you should get prorated on the games that's it's not that hard prorated and pay me my fair amount for the rest of the year now from there if you if you say okay i i need some money back because of whatever reason i need five percent more then you come to the table and say I, I would try to i would like to get five percent more from everybody involved you know from all the players and put that back into the team you know if you could ask for that that seems to me like a viable thing uh maybe some of the players will sign off on that you know maybe what about what about what about it's a sliding scale because they are going to have increased revenue from advertising on mlb.com mlb tv they're going to have increased revenue because everybody is going to be watching and subscribing right. etc um, but they're, I mean, they lose literally millions of dollars per game in the gate and the concessions and the, you know, the swag. So it should be some kind of sliding scale. Okay, look, we're going to start out at, at 50%, you know, if we end up recouping a lot of that through our advertising and, and subscriptions, et cetera, then we'll slide that up to 70%, you know, but if we don't, and you know, are we have the lost revenue and the expenses of the stadiums, and then you're going to get paid thirty percent. You know, it should be uh, it, it, the way they pay the players should be the way they get paid themselves. I mean, you know, uh, it should the, their profit should be directly correlating to the, what the players make. They have and all the numbers. All they got to do is run the numbers. Just run the numbers and make it fair for everyone, and everyone will come back and be happy. So uh, something Scott Boris had said, hey, you know, the, the owners don't profit share when they, when they go above their margins. Why should we lost share when they're going below their margins? Which at this point is a little ridiculous. Uh, you know, you can't say pay me my full contract. And speaking of which, just a quick side, side uh, track here. Trevor Bauer just treat, tweeted out earlier uh, telling um, Scott Boris to shut the hell up and get out of the MLBPA business, uh, which I find funny that, you know, a player does that but um you know joe's point i i agree it should be you're prorating it based on how many games a season is how many games you're playing and then above a certain margin you do a profit share or a um a uh, performance bonus or some sort you know <clears throat> work out like a temporary uh, amendment to the contracts yeah hold on did you say scott Boris? i did yeah, Farachi, mute his mic. That's a dirty word. I hate yeah. Scott Boris. You know that. Yeah, I can't no. stand him. He, I think he's a poison to all of baseball. He's worth. He's, he's yeah. He's he's. A... And and Tim, Tim touches on what I was about to say <clears throat> is that if this becomes a a money battle, uh, tug of war, and baseball does not happen. It's going to cause a lot of issues because the 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 um, uh, collective bargaining agreement ends in September. So, what worse way to go into negotiations for a collective bargaining agreement than to have all these issues over money playing during a pandemic? Um, so, I say that to say if the if baseball comes back. It's going to be a great, you know, a phenomenal decision by them because they're in the limelight, like we've talked about. They'll have no other sports going on. But then on the polar opposite, if they get this wrong, 
it could lead into a September situation with the collective bargaining agreement and then all sorts of nonsense over the winter. So I, I think there's more at stake here than just, you know, this, the rest of the 2020 season. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, Frank, welcome. Brooklyn, 51 years as a Met fan. Yo, Frank. Wow, Frank, what, put in the comments, what do you think they should do with the season? Like to hear yeah, from somebody that been following the Mets so long. Oh, Hilda, that idea doesn't work. <clears throat> I mean, you know why that idea doesn't work? Because there's commercial, like there's so much commercial revenue, right? And they don't already, need to do the pay per view. There's already so many baked in subscriptions to MLB TV that it yeah, really is a question of the advertising. What they and the, you know, MLB is a business. They are going to soak the advertisers because they go, they're going to have a captive audience. <clears throat> so. It should be directly correlating what they're making in ad revenue to how much they're paying. <laughs> right. right, I agree. I'm sorry, I was laughing at Frank's comment. I mean, interrupt Joe. Yeah. Just tank the season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tank it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you know, normally Keith, I, I would, I would say, you know, Scott Boris. We don't like him. None of us like him. But he represents a player. Players in the player association. He can speak out about this. But I think it's also in his best interest to shut up right now, because you know, it, and then the fans will start choosing their sides. You know, on the player side, I'm on the owner side. All all this stuff's gonna go down, and it just can't. They just can't do it. It it, it has to be. It has to be fair. It has to be. Uh, you know, not everybody's gonna win in this scenario, and I, I'm sure there's more to the uh proposal that we then we saw but that proposal with those uh salary brackets is 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 a little crazy somebody who makes 30 million yeah. is cut to 17 million seven just pro all oh, right seven excuse me but it should be 17. hey play the season out hey listen they could be heroes they could be the first sport to come back and come and entertain the fans and do it the right way. I mean, while taking care of themselves, I hope. Just uh, one day. Don't step on your own tongue, guys. Play baseball. Yeah, and that's a good point, Frank. Frank was saying that in the comments, the, you know, any player who wins, and we've discussed this before, will always be remembered as a team who only won playing 82 games. But I think at this point, Frank, just for the spirit of the country and uh, our own sanity, we need some baseball. And we all kind of recognize that. Uh, but even if the Mets win it in 82 games, I think all four of us here I can speak for. We will take, take it. it. <laughs> we'll take it. And, but yeah, that's a good point. These, these athletes are competitive, man. These guys are hyper competitive. They are not going to just tank. They're going to play. They're going to want to win. They're, They're going to go win. at it. One, 100 miles an hour, the, the whole 82 games. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Wait, might see better hard-nosed baseball for 82 games. Yeah. Um, yeah. it, it, well just at a, they are well at, a, at a tweet from Andy Martino, uh, covers the Mets, um, saying that, uh, despite the dust up between the players and the owners and the, <clears throat> the uh, dollar amounts thrown around, uh, the behind the scenes is calm and optimistic. So fingers right. crossed, uh, you know, fingers crossed, like, you know, so uh, wait, the media is blowing things out of proportion. I don't believe that for a second. It's posturing by both sides. Well, Keith, I I would agree, but it it was like players, player Marcus Stroman saying it's not looking promising. So that's another thing that probably shouldn't be happening. You know, players tweeting this out and that out. Just 
negotiate your stuff and let you know don't give us angst that's you know us, us fans angst over this this thing pay here your got rent. I, got stay, in stay in shape and pay your rent stay in shape stay in shape be ready i don't want to see you know 28 bartolo colognes when the Mets report you know what i mean Vaughan. i want to i want to see one bartolo colognes a uh, 46 pulled hamstrings one yeah oh my god a weekend oh, oh. and it take and it takes me right back to 20 whatever it was a 17 18 when Cespedes went down the cabrera went down anyway physically mentally how i huh Cespedes will be back he will be back He'll, he's uh staying off the wild stay off the wild hogs he can't wait minutes he can't let him go he can't let him go. He can't he let. He should have been off the hog. <laughs> can't let him go. He just he just yeah. feels that he could just do anything. You just see how I nonchalantly he throws the ball in. DHing the University of the Eighth it'll help him, man. He's gonna. We're not there yet. Home. Let's talk about <laughs> yeah, uh, players. I don't say the one thing you guys always hate Cespedes for is is not the right thing. If you're gonna hate Cespedes, hate him for playing soccer in the outfield in the 2015 World Series. Yeah. <laughs> Inside stay. the box. Yeah. Chill. Relax. It ain't just saying. Out in the outfield with 50,000 people screaming at you. Yeah. Hi, I'm no, Cespedes. Not no. good enough. Call me no. What are you doing, bro? <laughs> what are you doing? Relax. Relax. <laughs> don't talk about him. He did really good for us. Oh, don't we... talk about him. Oh, oh, oh what? <laughs> he did really good for us. Come on. I won't talk about him if you don't talk about Beltron because Beltron did even better for us. Beltron did more oh, for the Mets than Cespedes ever has. If that is me alone, we will talk about Mespedes then for sure. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> see, who called him Mespedes? I am not oh. talking to about Oh, dude, dude. It just takes for me to hate him for Rodriguez to love him again. <laughs> Leave him alone. Rodriguez is the one that coined, he trademarked the name Mess Perez. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know. All right. You know what? I hate him. You're right. <laughs> Should have copyrighted it. Copyright. His name is Mess Perez. Thank you. I deserve it. I deserve it. I deserve it. All right. So besides Let me tell you something. never doing well mentally. Cespedes is rapidly becoming a George Foster of a free agent pickup than Mike Piazza. Okay. Oh. oh. George Foster, you said that in grateful yes. son of a gun's name. I'm just grateful son of a gun, George Foster. I have his autograph. Got an oh. Elm Jack. That's cool. and if it makes sense to me. How much did he pay you to give him one? <laughs> Nothing. He was a guest. He was a guest hitting instructor. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's let's get to players uh, how and how they're feeling mentally. Rodriguez, what what kind of you know getting into a routine as a base as a player? It's year after year. You know what's going to be going on. Like you can be in your dreams and know on you know May seventeenth, I'm I'm going to be out there. Got through spring training, all this stuff. So, what is something like this do to uh, a player's mentality, especially those who are 
maybe 33, 34, 35, and there's a potential for them to lose a whole season out of their career? I think I, I'm looking at it the, the other way. The, the older guys will probably come back a little bit stronger than the younger guys. I, uh, I think they'll be more focused. They'll know that they have to be more focused and they have to get their bodies ready to compete at probably, if it's possible, at 100% peak throughout the rest of the season because they have to put on a good show for that contract. Uh, they're going to expand, expand the rosters, so they're going to bring more people in, more people that can come in and take your job. As an older player, you're going to have to be more ready. The younger guys may be a little bit more loosey-goosey. You know, um, hopefully the Ahmed Rosarios, the, uh, the, the Pete Alonzo's, they have that, you know, the kid seems focused, but he's still just a kid, you know. He's a 24-year-old yeah. kid. So uh, I don't worry about, you know, like um, – uh, the the older 34, 35-year-old guys. I, I don't worry about the Grom. I don't worry about guys like that. I've seen I've seen Familia. He looks like he's in great shape. You know, we, Buffalo, you see him every day on Instagram doing his exercises. I don't so, know what what program Familia was on, but he's like... Yeah, he's shredded, right? Chiseled, shredded he's, up. He's, he's <laughs> like, well, good, good for him. Good. He looks, he looks 10 years younger. He looks great. Yeah. So... We can see that our guys are trying to keep in shape and trying to keep themselves ready and motivated. So um, the older guys seem to be doing that. The younger guys, I'm hoping that that they're following suit. So um, as a player, I think they should all pay Tom Brady and Eli Manning a crap ton of money to teach them how to stay healthy. Well, you guys have both done very well addressing the physical aspect when the subject is how are the players doing. <laughs> Um, just so you know, <laughs> just, I'm just throwing it out there. So, you know, you know. <laughs> I was answering it in two part. <laughs> he oh, answered a one part question in two part. I'm answer. sorry, I, I, did I, I miss the worst? Did I miss part two or did part two come? <laughs> No, I heard you talk briefly about the physical aspect, but you know, um, you know the you know mental aspect. You know, I mean, it, it's hard because it's like Steve said, the thought. You know, they have themselves, especially the guys who have been around a few years. They have a psychology that that they have mentally trained themselves into. That right now, it's even us. Look at us. Our psychology is totally out the freaking door with our 10 weeks of quarantine, you know? These guys are used to a routine that involves adulation, physical activity, a lot of heavy physical stress, you know, and, and it's gone, you know? Uh, I mean, I, I, think, I think it's highly likely that a lot of them are freaking dying to get on the baseball field. Mm -hmm. Whether or not there are fans in the stands, however much they're going to make. And I'm just, I'm just talking about this topic. Which is mentally, <laughs> you know. Um, I, I think that a lot of the majority are, are hot. To yeah, done? me too. I, I, I think, uh, I think Strowman shows that he is really mentally tough. I, I, I think that's just something that's been drilled in, right? And he's just like you always see him, even even without a ball in his hand, and just working on mechanics, his balance. And, you know, I, I like when, you know, guys like uh, Dom Smith and uh, are hanging out with him uh, in potentially training with him and whatnot. I, I think some of that um, could rub off of Stroman onto a younger guy like, uh, I mean, not that Stroman's an old man, 
but younger, younger guys like Dom Smith, you know? <clears throat> um, all right. <clears throat> that was our mental breakdown of Mets, our baseball players' mentality. <laughs> let's, uh, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about the universal DH and what the benefit is for the Mets. And, Frank, you've been talking about it in the comments. Uh, you know, number 52, which is Mespedes. Uh, can be the Mets DH, play more games, or Cano doesn't need to play second base anymore. Time for own, uh, that's an autocorrect. McNeil, McNeil. to play second. Um, all right, let's talk to that, and then let's uh, then we'll jump on to Frank's uh, question that he has here. Uh, so, you know, obviously it'll it, it's going to benefit uh, all the National League teams to an extent, depending on you know how their roster is constructed. But when you can run a guy like Cespedes out there as a DH, if he is Cespedes, or even if he's eighty percent of 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 Cespedes, or Cano, who is who would be better served as just hitting at the at this point, and then you can get JD Davis into the lineup, or Dominic Smith into the lineup, or 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 both, you know, an off day for Cespedes, Cano is DHing JD Davis is in at third McNeil's at second and uh, Dom Smith is in left. So I, I think, you know, of course being closer to the Mets than anybody else, I think the, the Mets have um, the, the, a really good scenario, you know, moving forward for something like this with the universal DH. Yeah. I think we're the best setup team in the national league for that. Possibly. I, I got to look at everybody's lineup, but I, I know, you know just what? from being... I, I would lean the same way, Keith, except for the fact that I don't know everybody's lineup. I mean, I would think every National League team is getting some major benefit from it, but F them all. for us, but it feels good for us. Yeah, but not every... F right. them all. F them all. <laughs> not every team has uh, Cespedes and Cano uh, filling in that spot, so <clears throat> it's a big deal. If Cespedes is ready, you, we'll see. Cespedes? You mean George Forster? Uh, <laughs> I'm just, waiting. I'm just um, waiting for your reaction, Rodriguez. Come on, give me something. No, but Here I think that this is a great DH option. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Cespedes. Yeah, no, he is. He is. You know, putting all the jokes aside, it's freaking great. It's perfect for him. <laughs> it is. You know, and it'd be great to squeeze something else out of him. You know, yeah. um, benefit for the Mets just from the best of his angle. Absolutely. He, uh, but he's got to be pissed, right? We load his out to like $7 million, Cut the season in half. It's going to be prorated down to like, what, three now? <laughs> oh, poor guy. $35 in a bag of bats. <laughs> but yeah, he, not even three. <clears throat> he, he, but he already collected like $50 million for being a heel, so he can get over yeah. it. Uh, that's it. That's it. There you go. Rider. <laughs> With at seven million, he'll he'll fall somewhere between one point six million and three million dollars. Let's call it two point two. Call it a day. <laughs> All right. So Frank has a question. Um, who would we sign long term? And it doesn't have to. You know, long long term is whatever you want to make it out to be. Would you sign Michael Conforto or would you sign Noah Syndergaard? Rodriguez, I already know your answer. <laughs> well, right, Rodriguez. Oh, Rodriguez might might uh, change it up a little bit here. Let's go Rodriguez last. Let's keep the intrigue. Keith, who, who would you sign? It's all about the drama here on the Put in the Book show. 
brought to you by Cinesports Talk. I'm just going to give a one-word answer, Conforto. Um, you can't you can't sign a pitcher that's That's it. <laughs> no, I gave my one word answer. Now I'm explaining my answer. Yeah, you can't sign a pitcher long term coming off uh, Tommy John, and he hasn't performed to his capability before going to Tommy John. Um, you know, Conforto's potentially captain if it's not Alonzo uh, of the team. Uh, he's young and electric, came to play. It's electric. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> All right, Joe. Do, that, do the head thing. Do the head thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. I can't compete with that. <laughs> Especially since he's just uh, ahead. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, you know what? Quit while you're ahead. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, if I'm, uh, you know what? I'm going to give my one word answer. If I had to do it right now, I would. Uh, pick <laughs> you know, if I had to do it a year ago, it might have been an issue, and a year from now, it might be an issue. Let's see what you know Thor comes back with. But right now, it's an absolute no-brainer. Conforto, there you go. Conforto, one word. There you go. <laughs> All right. What about the ones preceding that, though? <laughs> they don't Conforto. Conforto. Rodriguez. You know, I would. There's, there's no way. In God's green earth, <laughs> that I'm signing no a guard back after this. You know, he's got to prove himself. He's got to turn into the guy that we can call Thor again. Because there's no way in hell that I'm picking him back. Conforto, it's the easiest answer. The kid's gonna be our captain if it's not if it's not Alonzo. Okay, that's gonna happen within the next two or three years, and uh, he's hopefully he'll hit 270. And still hit 35 home runs, driving 100, play good outfield. He's a great kid. Of course, you're gonna sign every day playing over a pitcher. Come on, it's a joke. I know Unless you it's a special pitcher right? like from, you know, there's a few, there's a special pitcher that comes along once every five years. He's not you it. Know. The Grom is. No, I know. I get you. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's move it along here, and let's interrupt the show, and let's talk about the Mets moment of the week here. And now it's time for the Mets moment of the week. All right, Mets moment of the week. Look at that, cute kid. Um, let's. Uh, this one is brought to you by good old producer Joe. And uh, you want to you want to set this up, or you want to talk about it on the on the back end? Uh, just real quick, you know, 98, the Mets uh, made the blockbuster deal with the Marlins. Uh, with, they sent Preston Wilson and, uh, God, I can't remember who else. Preston is the one I remember. Uh, for Mike Piazza, they announced it. Mike came to the stadium that uh, next day, and it, it was his first day as a Met. And my best friend and I were there in the stands, and we talked about it a few shows about when the way Shea Stadium would bounce when it got really hot, you know, and that that place was bouncing for this whole game. All right, let's do it. Let's uh, let's see what happened that game one of Mike Piazza's career with the Mets. Need volume, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> 
Nah. It helped. You think that'll help? I appreciate it. No, I enjoy hearing you clicking instead. You like that? Yeah, I do. Okay, let's let's do bad lip syncing over it. Wait a uh, second. The 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 <laughs> I dropped the contact. Can somebody talk, help me? Talk amongst yourselves. Here's, here's the pitch. Holy shit, he sucks. Oh, Can't even make the home plate. My knees hurt. Throw the ball. Throw the ball. <clears throat> Stop farting. Stop farting. Jesus Christ. One more uh, kill somebody. How, close, how close is the ump? I got to let one go. God, come on. <laughs> I think it's going to come out warm. It's going to stink. Oh, thank God this one feels wet. Oh, is that white? Jesus Christ. I wish we were in the grace. All right, folks. Here's Mike Piazza with a mustache that looks like a continuation of his face mask. Uh, taking the pitch behind the bush. You're <laughs> <laughs> doing a great job. Deceptive mask that makes it appear he's got a mustache, but yes, indeed, he really does. So. It's, it is actually a dirty Sanchez, ladies and gentlemen. And the pitch. Little known nickname in college, like Dirty Sanchez. <clears throat> Go get him, Juanito. Uh, uh, oh, look, I just earned the. Oh, get over here, bitch. Oh, actually, get over here, bitch. Dude, I think we could narrate this without sound. I think we were doing all right. We can finish the whole show doing that. Here we go. Let's do it. We could have been done with it already. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Go. Oh, yeah. See, that I catch. That's what I do. It's my job. Here you go. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. Come on. That's the best you could do. All right. You're little. I'll cut your break. All right, kid. All right. You got no future in this game. Get lost. But no arm, no arm. You got to rub her off. <laughs> hey, we're happy. We're happy, everyone. Uh, you know what? Come on, Mike. Get a get a field of choice ground out. Oh, yeah. hey, yeah. Run, run. Don't pull him off. <laughs> Mike really ran that one out. Good. Uh, the fans are giving him some credit for really uh, putting in the effort, running down the first base line. You remember from watching it earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, here, come, here comes the short mullet. He's up there. He's going to do a little mustache power. Face it. Oh, that one's into the gap. That's into the gap. Right into the Get gap. Hold on, Bum. They're going to send the blue goes. And Mike advances to third on the throw. Nice. Fantastic. Matt Franco. Very good. Yes, Matt Franco. Scored from first. That place was bouncing. Yeah, bouncing. It was incredible. It really and was. He was taken out for a pinch runner. Yeah, because it was already like the sixth inning or something. He crapped himself when he ran to third. What's the rest <laughs> of all this nonsense? Look. He crapped out all the roids. I think they just messed up this video. You know what? You you need get... Yeah, I'm sure it was them. Which person video? Give yourself that bump, bump, bump. So there it was. <laughs> the Mets. Yeah, wait, where's your brother? Hold on, we gotta do it for Farachi. Bump, 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 bump. I am from sucks. Don't distract from that fact that you suck you know, right well, now. Trying for the distraction, but you know what? Brian, it didn't on. work. Wow. No, no, you still realize you blew it. You need to put it in the
not even on. He just plays the that was that was a distraction that worked. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's let, let's have a fun last eight minutes of this show here. Let's try. Be nice, Farachi. In theory. Never Who is worry. the best player on the New York Metropolitans right now? Oh. Javi Lopez. <laughs> it's really hard not to go with Dom Smith. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, gutless. gutless. Well, he's, he's had it. He's had one great month on. and a half of great uh, greatness in the majors. Nobody yeah. rides a one-legged yeah. scooter better than Dom Smith. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Nobody can speak like Tom. Not flinch an inch. It's hard to say that DeGrom is the best player because he's won every five days, you know, but he's absolutely, if I had to take one bet right now, it would be Dom, you know, Dom Smith. <laughs> no, it would be DeGrom. Um, but everyday player? Yeah, hey, Frank. Jeff <laughs> 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 Lowry. Jeff Lowry, man, he's at the top three. But I don't know. I got to go with McNeil or Alonzo. You know, guy that I want in there every day. Frank may be right. The body cast might do it all for us. Yeah. Anything oh, is possible. Imagine the, imagine the body cast comes back, hits 312, 17 home runs, goes, you know, game winning shot in game seven of the World Series on December 14th. It wouldn't be the first time we've gone from yeah. to loving anyone, you know, a player. Yeah. It wouldn't be the first time. Well, you know? We're a little bit of a fickle fan base. You, you oh, might yeah. say. No, a little well, bit. He, he does. He does. It's not. I wouldn't say that he deserves what he's getting right now. Um, and if he comes back and he performs and gets us a championship, of course you're gonna love him. But do you want him back after that? Who are you picking as the best player? He said McNeil. Who me? Yeah. Who are you picking? Best all-around player. Um, oh, that's really hard, man. You know, uh, you you want to say? I would say. Yeah, it's turning orange. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a really a tough question. One player. And it, it's not even position versus pitcher. It's just one player. Um, I, I'd have one to go to Rob. I know it's every five days. Uh, and, and McNeil is, is the smart choice, too. But the Grom is so dominating. Back-to-back Cy Young. It, it's really hard to say he is not the best player. I mean, and not that... McNeil or Alonzo is a wrong answer or Conforto, but that's my pick, the ground. Frank agrees with me. That, that's a fair, that's a fair pick, actually. You know, come on, the ground. You can't go wrong with the ground. He's one back, two back side youngs. I mean, you know, so the, the guy's great. Um, I, as a baseball player, my baseball player sense, I couldn't give it to a pitcher unless he was beyond beyond, like Tom Seaver, like winning twenty two games and losing five, not winning. 13 and 10 and going with one three, which is a great oh, oh my God. listen like at, at the end of the day receiver that was a poor comparison that was a poor comparison no i don't i want some more wins with with the grom if i'm going to pick him as the best all around player on the mets that's this is my opinion you got you got respect the opinion it's it's fair 
It has to be an everyday player to me. I would have to go with McNeil. He's the best all-around guy. He can hit for power. He can hit. He can hit for average. And he, can, he can get RBIs and play good defense. So that's what I was getting to. Oh, look at that! I got another vote for McNeil. See, how about that? How about that? How about yeah, that? it's the truth. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I have no, I have no, I, and I normally wouldn't pick a pitcher because it's every fifth day too. But his back-to-back Cy Young is what did it for me. I mean, the guy has just been. Amazing, him, so it's not a hateable choice, man. Yeah, choice. but I, I would probably say McNeil, uh, if it wasn't for the ground, because he plays every position, the kid can hit, and he's got power. You know, mm-hmm. but anyway, I got my pick in Farachi, and he's really good at MLB. Oh, wait. <laughs> he's yeah, really he's quite, good, well, quite good video game. He was good, and he was good in the announce booth too when he was when he was announcing his mm-hmm. uh, MLB the show game. Uh, I I originally thought of, uh, and I might still go with him with. The, the guy who dominates his position more than anybody else on the Mets does, and that's DeGrom. Um, if I had to go with a, a, a position player, you know, it'd be, it's hard for me to, to give it to McNeil. Where's that? Oh, I hear a nice little bird out there. So calming. Probably, so, me. Probably me. I'm out for that. I really like that. That's Joe farting. Or that, Joe, you, you have some talented ass cheeks. You know what? I've been, it's called training and practice, my friend. Um, wow. okay, so, so McNeil has done it. McNeil has done it for a year plus. Alonzo has done it for a year. Um, so, it, you want to say Alonzo? Say it. No, I don't want to say Alonzo. I, I want to say Conforto. Um, and, and and it's only because you know th- this might change next year because maybe Alonzo does it for a second year in a row, hopefully. Uh, and you know McNeil does it again. Um, but I I I, th- I think uh, Con- Conforto is is a really great all around get- player. If he could raise his average twenty points, he'll he'll be you know MVP caliber each year. And you know he's he's a discounted. Uh, Douchebag, Bryce Harper. Yeah, I don't know. He's a, great, he's a great choice, dude. He's a great choice. Like, the only reason I wouldn't pick him is his is his average. It, it's in yeah. the 60s. And, and if I need a superstar, I need a guy that I, I believe in like a superstar. I think McNeil can get to that point offensively quicker than Comproto can because he can really – I hope so. McNeil could be a 300 career hitter. Yeah, no, I definitely – you know, I hope so, you know. Um, Frank Frank uh, says it was it was Preston Wilson, Ed Yarnell, and Jeff Gotts for Piazza in his second trade of the week. Oh. Um, how long are we we Mets fans? I've been a Mets fan since 1986. 74. 74. What two is this? Six years. My first game. The first game I went to. 74. 36 years for me. I'm 34? 34 years. I'm also 34 years old. There you go. I became a fan when you were born, Dopey. <laughs> no. No, you, you became a fan, uh, what did you say, 74? You became a fan seven years before I was born. Oh, so 
Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. My brother oh, brought the game and Shea in 74 and bought me souvenirs, and I was, that was it. I was done. I was a fan. 73 for me. 73. When I, I, I remember seeing Philippe Dion, and, and I found out that he was a, a Puerto Rican baseball player on the Mets, and I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. And I just came from the island, so I was a little kid. you know. So I was like, I'll be a Mets fan. And, and I enjoyed the Mets. The Yankees, it's because. Felix Mion was a fun fun player. He was a fun player. He was fun to cheer for. I remember that from the 70s. I liked him. That's why when I, I enjoyed meeting him at that Mets camp. That's the only guy that I that really blew, took my breath away. I was like, wow, this is the guy I grew up watching, idolizing. And I met him. It was cool. So, you know, Felix Mion was my intro into the Mets in the early 70s. At least I remember. Probably 73, I'm thinking. Whatever uh, led you to the Mets. That's three the Mets. Or, uh, yeah, that's three or four. Uh, when's yours, Keith? 84. Right behind Farache in 83. 84, Keith? It was what, the first game I went to, you know. So before that, I was a baseball fan, but I became a Met fan first game I went to. So. The Yankees could have had you if you would have went to a skanky game. You'd have, you could have become probably not. Although when I was a little kid, like seventy nine or so, like I remember being really little and uh, being enchanted by Reggie Jackson in the home run ball. Uh, but <laughs> never, I was not really a Yankee fan. That's yep. fair. That's fair, I guess. Yeah. See, but before I knew how to hate the Yankees. I remember watching the Yankees in the 70s, and, and I was cheering for Reggie, too. Who wasn't cheering yeah. for Reggie? I mean, ah. He was a superstar. I mean, you had to like him. Yeah, dude. Remember that play where he was a base runner at first, and there was a ground ball, and to break up the double play, he stood between first and second and threw his hip out to yeah. block the ball, you know, and they yeah, had a Mm-hmm. Video, do the Reggie of everybody doing it. I mean, <laughs> hey. Yeah, I mean, how could you not love Reggie back in the 70s? You had to, you know? I, I would love to hear Frank. Frank says he's got a bunch of stories for us. You should inbox us, Frank. Maybe we could set something up one day, set up a little segment. You can tell us some of your uh, best stories. And that game that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Very cool. Yeah. You, you say what uh, guys talking about Reggie Jackson. I. I, me growing up, I tended to really, you know, veer away from any superstar that wasn't on my team. Like I hated, you know, Reggie Miller and Michael Jordan and all these guys. No, no, that's different though. That's basketball. It's not baseball. It's different. I, I, I hate I hate Bryce Harper. I don't like Manny Machado. I hate Barry Bonds. I hate Roger Clemens. I hate Kurt Schilling. I hate. But you're a ball player. You got to respect them, though. You can hate oh, them. Respect, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, so I, right, that's I, don't, I, I don't respect Bryce Harper. Different. Come on. Just so you know, just so you know, in your little string of I hate, you finally mentioned the guy that I was referring to at the beginning of the show who should be in the top three. Right? You finally mentioned it. No. No. Bryce Harper, Kurt Schilling, Barry Bonds. Uh, Clemens. Clemens! Oh. Oh, my God. (laughs) And we had Piazza's as the moment of the week. Oh, my God. Clemens! Yeah, we could do that, Frank. We'll unbox it today or tomorrow. 
we'll set it up. Sound yeah. good, Frotch? Roger Clemens is definitely, yes, please, Frank, do so. Roger Clemens is definitely, definitely a hateable guy. Jesus Christ. Nothing, not, no redemption. Nothing, nothing redeemable. Nothing redeemable. Scumbag on several levels. But I do like the fact that he pulled Andy Pettit's pants down and stuck a needle <laughs> in his butt. I think that's pretty funny. I don't think that's all he stuck in there. No, I me mean, neither. But, <laughs> but I'm wrong. Drink. That was a good one. <laughs> so, I don't have any left, so I'll just I'll drink some air to you. Drink air. <laughs> All right, Keith, it's 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 your show right now. It is. Oh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make Keith really happy. <laughs> no. Full screen, baby. Full yeah. screen. It's his dream. I am going to Flockata. Oh, my goodness. Let him Flockata. Beautiful. Go ahead. Bring him back in. Flockata. <laughs> you know what? Um, actually, I didn't think this out. So I'm going to have to do a Flockata on a fly here. And uh, just, just because I said a nice word about him earlier, I am going to Flockata. My favorite Scott Pierce! Bakata, you, you son of a mother. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, Frank uh, said many, many years ago at Yankee Stadium, Roger Clem was pitching for the Boston Red Sox, and my son and we were waiting outside, and we saw him and asked him for an autograph. He told security, get these kids away from him. There you go. Um, that's, everything, that's everything we need to know about. Douche. Cheater, douchebag, Roger Clemens, F him. Yeah, but he's always hated us. He hated us since 86. So it's since 86, crazy. baby. 86. Love seeing him in the dugout with that game, baby. Got to suck on that. That's the worst to it. Old shaven, ready to go. Oh, well, yeah, right. shaved and everything. I can't wait. And you lost the game, Roger Clemens. And you hated us ever since. F You're you, right, Roger. Low life. He's a low life, Frank. You're yes. right. Screw you, Sean Estes, for missing Clemens. Oh, Sean Estes, you had your chance, baby. To you got no balls. No cojones. Nothing. You got nothing, Estes. No tests, Estes. Oh, that's good. Frank, in, in uh, continuation of the story, Mo Vaughn came out. Right afterwards, told security to let the kids come into the parking lot so he can sign some of the baseballs. That's oh, what. Wow. That's nice. what you that's get from a former fun. Met. From a former that's Met. Good. Mo Vaughn. Thanks for nothing, though. But you were yeah. good for those kids. Oh, what a shot! That that one. Uh, there was a Sunday night game. I was there. Hit the scoreboard. Yeah, he could really hit it out because he was such a big fat dude. I mean, he's a big. He has a. He has his um, camp up there, and I think it's in West Palm somewhere. Maybe That's Boca? Maybe. You should go. Too old for camps. <laughs> you should go. You would go to Mets camp. Paul uh, Paul says this porn sucks. Uh, just stay tuned. The, the porn right. comes comes right yeah, afterwards. Stay tuned. Uh, uh, Coming right at you. Bouncing balls on top of the, the floating head in about a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Bing, 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 bong, bong. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> uh, that's All okay. right. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That'll that'll do it for us this week. Look at us ending almost on time. Um, 808. Look, very, very close. Kept it all. It was as that's if we had a, a, that, a, a that, producer. That's good for us. Good job, Joe. Keeping us on time. Thank you. Thank you. Your final right. coach, Rodriguez. Thank you, Joe. Look at that. There you go. Take it away. Go, go, Rodriguez. Go, go, go. Rodriguez, final statement. What? Why do I got to say something? Joe called, on, Joe called on you. Called on you. Joe called on you. God bless everyone. Whoever's listening, please be safe. Take care of yourselves. Um, you know, use a mask. Don't go outside. Don't be a fool. Keep a safe distance. Let's go Mets. We'll be playing Keep. baseball soon. We're ready. I think we will. July. And in July, we'll be playing baseball. Let's do it. I can't, Keith. So. I can't wait. Uh, screw Jay Payton for ignoring Frank. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, same, same like Rodriguez. God bless. Yeah. Take care. Be safe. Let's go Mets. Let's get baseball back. Uh, I hope football also comes back on time. Uh, but primarily, I need baseball back. Uh, I don't mind the empty stadium. Playing an empty stadium. Love to hear the sounds of the game. Let's go Mets, and I'll take an 82-game championship any day, baby. Woo! All day, every year. 25-game championship. Give me some gold. <laughs> Give me a ring. <laughs> Yo, final thoughts. <sighs> Same thing those guys said. Stay home, stay safe. Get through this. Get home. Get home, stay home. Get through a life. Uh, keep your family safe. Baseball. Guys, get it together. Don't let it be about money. You have a chance to be heroes. Don't blow it. You could be the real heroes we really need right now. Don't blow it about money. That'll that'll last forever. It'll stain it'll stain you forever. And uh, already. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And LFGM. LFGM. Yes. Uh, so yeah, of course, stay safe. Uh, stay, uh, stay weary out there. Just make sure you're doing the right thing. Um, baseball players do your job, come to the table, meet the owners somewhere in the middle, figure it out, get it taken care of because the country needs some good sports and good sports can't be talked about unless we're talking baseball. So we will talk to you guys next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. That would have been a whole lot better if uh, the dark night didn't shrivel up and float away. We'll talk to you guys next week. Later. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>